0: Hi guys, how are you? How are you? It's been forever that we have connected. How is everybody? Comment below. I am good. As you come in, I am clicking in, I guess, probably a little bit early, but I'm going through my feed and I have so many questions and I'm going to try to keep it short today, our Sunday chat about tips and any problems that you're having with your journey as a freelancer or your journey as a new business owner, okay, whatever it is you want to talk about. All right, I'm going to keep it short because it's Sunday night. Everybody wants to chill before they go back to work mode tomorrow. So we're going to start by kicking it off that way. As you come in, just comment below. I am here. I am live. Okay. So I'm going to go through um, these questions. And the first question that I got for our Sunday chat today. It comes from Benji Nella. I hope I'm pronouncing your name right. And you said, Nikisha, I am new. I know I have it, but for so long have been thinking down on myself. So if you started with if you start with your story or trials and triumph, it would help us all, then gradually go on to pricing profile. Okay, I got the point. All right, so Benji Nella. The fact of the matter that you said, you know you have it, makes me know that you're a go-getter. So the fact that you spoke that into being means that you're on the right track. Now for me, um, everybody's journey is different, but how I got into freelancing or into offering my services online, it all started from the pandemic. It all started from me literally hitting rock bottom. But hitting rock bottom wasn't the worst thing that happened to me. It was the best thing because what it did for a person who speaks like you, who says, I know I have it, for a person that speaks like that, when you hit rock bottom, you never give up. You find a way to look up, get up, rise to the occasion, and find by every means necessary to make it, to succeed, to find your purpose. Now, my first tip while I'm saying this is, Sometimes to find your purpose, it means that you are going to divert from where you normally are. Sometimes it means that you're gonna have to acquire a new skill. Sometimes it means that you're gonna have to move away from the crowd that you were in. Sometimes it means that you're gonna have to let some habits go, some practices that you had before. But either way, what you're going into is the new you. And that's why this page is called Becoming You, and the name of our Sunday chat is Becoming You, because whatever your journey is taking you wherever it's taking you to, it is about you redefining who you are under whatever circumstance to becoming your best self. So with that said, I align myself with individuals who are thinking like me, because I was not exactly around people who are thinking about adapting to the new norm. Now we have to come to an understanding and accept that the effects of the pandemic changed everything. It changed how business worked. It changed how we did literally everything. And the people who have been adaptable are those who have succeeded. Now, if you just go to Google or if you open your eyes to look around, most people have succeeded through the pandemic. And you might look at it and say, how come they did it? It's because they adapted to the new norm and they found new ways to revolutionize their services or their products. Okay. So, what I did was I thought about something that a consumer who I thought was my target market needed. And then I created a service that's going to solve the problem that they had. And that was freelancing. Because of the pandemic, all these companies were. I don't know, they, they, they were into turmoil because staff could not come into work, but the business had to go on for a lot of them, and that led them to outsourcing, and that's where freelancers come in. Freelancers come in to resolve the problem that companies and businesses have for their back office, that's telephone services, that build, that's building websites, that's doing everything you can think of that you would do in a physical space, now in a virtual space. OK, so that's where my journey started. I started out doing five dollar gigs for weeks and weeks and I got tired of it. I was like, "Uh, uh-uh, this is not going to work out for me. But that's where I started. I started out with five dollar gigs on Fiverr through Internet Income Jamaica, which is a I don't know. I can't call it a company. I can't call it a school. I have to call them a family of freelancers and and, and entrepreneurs who guided us and how to properly set up our business to offer it online. And what I did as I started doing that and talking to clients, I started to find out exactly what sells and what problem I needed to solve for them. So I started out doing transcriptions. I do not like doing transcriptions. It takes too much time, but I have friends and colleagues who do only transcriptions. I wanted to find something that was comfortable for me, that was time effective, and I could still be efficient in my day-to-day life because now I'm running a business online. I do not wanna be sitting in front of my computer for 15 hours like I started out doing. So what I started to do was to upsell and also to specialize into niche skills within the market. So that's what I did. I started as a consultant. And then what I did was outsource these jobs. I would go into these companies and I would offer them a complete service. Okay. Let's do a consultation with me. Cause I can talk my way into it. And what I did was find a problem that these companies had. And I offered myself to solve it. Okay. You started a new company. Okay. You're good at real estate, but you know, nothing about how do you reach your target market? What kind of, um, background, what kind of support do you need to get to these clients, to continue communicating with these clients? How do you bring it across to you, these clients, and where do you find them? So I had a team of freelancers who I could outsource each job to do telephone operating to set up the websites. And that's how I created for myself a business consultant gig, which got me known all over the place because One company, so please, he tells his friend in another company, and that's the point I'm trying to make to you. If you want to adapt to the virtual marketplace, you have to remember it's huge. You can't fill it. There's enough space for you, but you have to remember that you're competing with so many other countries. There are freelancers from Jamaica, all over the Caribbean, the Philippines, England, America, all over the place. You're competing. You're competing with them. So now you're going to have to think is what's going to be my extra sauce? What am I going to offer to these people that when I give them my service, they're always going to keep coming back. And that's what you have to think of when you deal with clients. Okay. So that's where my journey started. I moved up the ladder pretty fast because I am always trying to outdo myself and I'm always willing to learn stuff. So I learned how to build websites. I learned how to do, um, I, I'm banger when it comes to telephone calls, customer service, um, project management, but I wanted to specialize in one niche. So when I give my price to a client, they know that they're getting value for money. So if I tell you, I'm charging you hundred dollars an hour, you don't ask me why I'm charging hundred dollars an hour, because you know, you're getting value for money. And the reason why you're doing that is because now I'm telling you and I've proven that I've specialized in the service that I'm offering to you. So it's a journey that starts from the ground and you build yourself up and you go as fast as you want to or as slow as you do. OK, so I think I answered the first question, how my journey started. I don't want you to give up just because you started and maybe it seems as if it's going slow chances are that maybe you're not marketing yourself enough. Chances are that you're probably looking in the wrong place for your clients. Because the way the virtual marketplace is now set up, you cannot fill it. It cannot be filled by one country or one set of people. There's always a client out there for you. So I've said to my groups before, and the trainings that we've done before with IJ is nowhere to find your clients. So if you're doing, let's say, transcription and you're on social media, it's a perfect medium for you to network. But if you're just going to be posting stuff about doing this on your feed, are you really going to reach your clients there? You need to network. Find, Do some research first. Find out where your target audience, clients, consumers are. If it's transcription, Who does transcription? That's the first thing you need to think about. Who does this? Okay, YouTubers, preachers who are doing sermons, you need to think about this. And then you join these groups and find yourselves in these organizations where you can network with people who are going to be your potential clients. You make yourself present, you make yourself available, and now your social media page, you have to keep it consistent with content that's showing your expertise. Because as soon as somebody look at your page or at your ad, okay, this person is a top transcriptionist. Well, what makes you the top transcriptionist? You need to be showing consistency. And it is about marketing yourself, showing value for money that people are going to be giving to you, okay? And if you do a job and you get a review, show it to everybody post it on your social media, and keep networking every single day. It's free advertising because you're doing it for yourself. Ask your friends to share it. And my other tip for that is, this is a long one because we can talk about this forever, but marketing yourself is business 101. Don't just think about social media. Start by looking also within your own community because I'm pretty sure that there are businesses in your community that also needs your assistance. How do you approach them? Now, it depends on what you're doing, but you can start by doing simple flyers. Now, I always talk about bundling, because remember, you're competing with big companies and smaller companies and family members who probably are saying to them, hey, I can manage your social media page, but you have something extra. So bundle packages together and go into these companies and say, listen, I can do this for you for proof of concept. And the reason why you're saying that, because you already have consistency on your business pages that they can go back to or clips of stuff that you've done before, because you are now being consistent, showing your business and you can bundle to these clients and say, okay, for 30 days, I will create a template for you for social media management. That's for example, if that's something you want to do, or I will do your back office support for your accounting. I will do your bookkeeping, whatever it is you're doing. Think about packaging something together, making it seem so nice. When you go to the market, if you have two vendors and they are selling tomatoes, I guarantee you, if the first vendor has tomatoes and they're selling it for a hundred dollars and the second vendor has tomatoes and let's say two sweet peppers And an extra spice and they're also selling it for a hundred dollars or even a hundred and ten Which one are you gonna go to the one with the extra sauce? Okay, so every time you think about marketing yourself That's what I want you to think of you're competing with a lot of people give them some extra sauce Okay, I see comments uh, Coming in I'm trying to read from this one if you have any questions uh post your questions down below as i go through this okay now jody and dill said how to price your services (laughs) this is important because if you have a service whatever it is and i'm not just talking about freelancing if you've made a decision that you want to open an etsy account right or a shopify account or you just want to start selling on the streets it doesn't matter what kind of business you're doing you're a business person you have to know how to price it now in the virtual space it's all about assessing how long something is going to take you to get done it also has to do with your expertise at the service that you want to do okay so what i would like you to do is think about your time and effort so The first thing I normally do is look what my competitors are doing, if you know nothing about it. So let's say you're new to freelancing. Go over to Fiverr.com and just browse around. If you're doing websites, just click on websites and see what these people from all these other countries are charging. You can see the tier of expertise that they are most times because you'll see level one, level two, level three that does not necessarily matter but i would like you to first do your research and see what these people are charging okay then from that you have in your back at the back of your mind okay this is the value for what i'm going to do now as soon as you do that i want you to calculate the amount of time each one of these products or services are going to take you to complete so if you're doing a website for somebody for example and this person wants Not just a landing page, they want, let's say, three pages on a website. And you can assess and say to yourself, this is probably going to take me three days to do at eight hours a day. I don't think if you're at tier two or you're already experiencing doing websites, for you to just take, let's say, $50 to do a full blown website from start to finish, that's going to take you three days to do. Because if you're doing that, the first thing I want you to think of, calculate eight hours for three days, that's 24 hours. Divide that by a hundred dollars or $50 or whatever you want to charge against. And then when you come up to, to your, hour service, think if that's enough for you because that's a disservice that we do. So I understand what your problem is, but you have to be able to price these services for yourself. So Jody and Dill, how you price your services is the value that you're putting on your time and your effort. And also your expertise on this thing. If you're not so expert on it, I understand because every client that you get until you get comfortable with a job, you really want to just practice. So every time you practice, you perfect something. and Then you know exactly what you want to work on. Okay? So I understand if you're at the first tier, if you just started freelancing, or if you just started selling a product, you need to probably dig your feet deep you know, to get yourself experience. But as soon as you know what you're doing, I want you to start thinking about your time, your effort, your expert level in this. And no matter how much your competitors charge one full rate, always break it down back to the hour. I'm not telling you to charge by the hour, but break it back down to the hour. So in your mind, when you're doing this project, you can say it's $20 an hour. It's not so bad. Because most times you'll knock it off before time, but you always want to value your time. Now, if you're pleased with that response, let me know if you have any other questions about pricing. Shoot as well. Okay. There's a delay with the comments coming in, but that's okay. All right. Marvin McDonald said, Why so many time wastes on Fiverr building people's hopes up? (laughs) Um, Not only on Fiverr, in the world, in the world completely, because people are human. You have to understand, Marvin, that there's still people who think, They deserve to get value without paying the money that you are supposed to make. But it does not, by all means, mean that you are committed to do that for them. It does not mean that you're supposed to beat yourself up because you're new at a job or new at your business to do this and be stressed out. And now that we've hit on that topic, I had a couple conversations this week and I wanted to address them because we have freelancers who have started out the training with us, with IJ. I think it was in September. We did six weeks of training. They were all significant. They did so well, and graduation was awesome. But there are a lot of them who literally are having anxiety issues, and it stemmed from Clients who are less than favorable, and I wanted to address that today because I'm thinking more than, more than you know, more than probably a few people are going through this. I've experienced this. I now know how to deal with it. I remember the first time I had a client who was less than favorable, who kind of talked down to you as if, man, you were sweeping their floor, and 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 I think the problem is some of them. Unfortunately, don't understand that you are really doing a service for them. You know what I mean? Most of them don't understand that you are contracted and that you're not employed under them. And there are very professional ways for you to make sure that that goes on like this the minute you start having a conversation with a client. Now, Fiverr is, <coughs> Fiverr for me is not restricted anybody can go on Fiverr. But a good thing is if you complain enough, well, they'll get kicked off as spammers or whatever. But I understand the problem you have with somebody building your hopes up for a job and then you realize it falls through or you complete the job and then they start to complain that it didn't happen. But that happens in the secular world too. What I want you to do is from every experience that sometimes there are red, you know, they are signs, they are like red light signs that gives you hope that this is not going to be a good client by simple words that they use, by, you know, playing around with sending you projects or not being able to answer certain questions that you want to ask about projects. So the minute you get a job, make sure that you have a full understanding on exactly what they want done. Do not take a job unless a client explains to you in detail what you're going to do for this price. Because a lot of clients will tell you they want you to do A, and as soon as they book you, they add B and C. That's unacceptable. So make sure that it's down to the T. And what I encourage um, our students to do was develop a contract basis. And within this group, I am going to add all this resources that will help you to make sure that whatever other projects that you have, it goes seamless. Because when you have a contract, you're going to be stipulating everything that is agreed on by both parties right there. It's signed on and you continue doing your project back and forth, okay? Now, at no time, and I repeat this, at no time are you supposed to accept racist or verbal or sexual abusive behavior from any employer, whether you're in a physical space or in the virtual space. I've spoken to someone this week who has totally given up on freelancing because of this, because she had a client who was, I don't want to use the racist word, but that's what the client basically was doing, was talking down to her, and it gave her anxiety attacks so bad that she couldn't answer her phone because the client kept talking down to her. She needs this job. She needs this paycheck, but she thought that she had to stay in it. And I talked her through how to respectfully get herself out of this contract, get herself out of this, because the client is not healthy for her. And it's not healthy for her to work in that environment because she was losing sleep. The minute you're doing a job and you're so stressed out that you can't sleep, and you are so stressed out that you don't even want this client to call you it's a no-no, okay? So I will add the resources and the steps that you would need to take in this group to help you to get out of these situations because it does happen, but it does not mean you give up. But whenever you're doing anything that causes you a mental strain that bothers your mindset of peace, that means there is no freedom. If there's no freedom, There's no point doing it. You might as well be working somewhere in a physical space because the minute you cross over to virtual, now you're managing your own time. Now you're setting your own rates and prices, and now you should have the freedom to choose the clients that you do work for, okay? Uh, The next question is, how do I manage my time to be a stay-at-home mom and work? (laughs) Okay, so many of us are stay-at-home moms and dads um, now in the virtual space. And my advice to you would be start simple. Set daily priorities and be adaptable to change. And what I mean by that is you may have a schedule that's saying at 8 o'clock you get the kids ready for school. At this time you do that. If something happens and you go half an hour beyond your point, don't panic. Adapt to the time. But make sure that the time that is set for work, you stick to it, okay? And while you're doing that, too, I want you to think about your health. When I just started out, I did not eat. I worked for 12 to 15 hours every single day. If Otoa or Casey or any of them are on this live, they can tell you. This is what we did when we started. We were so excited and we were so hungry for this, but we did not think about our health. I went through some serious health issues in the first six months of freelancing and as i learned about how now to take care of myself when i'm taking care of businesses for people overseas then i started to really enjoy it so you have to make sure that you have snacks around you if you don't have family support i have i don't know what to call it i have a family support from heaven it's just It's just crazy. So I had people checking in on me. Did you eat? Get your tea? Get that. But if you don't have that, pre-package stuff for yourselves or set a timer. I work with two phones. I have one phone that reminds me for one set of stuff, another phone that reminds me for another set of stuff. So have your phone to remind you every so often to take a break for a couple minutes, half an hour if you have to remember. You're now working on your own and take care of yourself. Take breaks. Walk around. Take a jog you have to keep yourself fit. I'm telling you from experience, it's a burnout when you have gastroenteritis, when, when your fingers cramp up so much. I couldn't use my hand for a month because I had what they call carpal tunnel, if I'm pronouncing that right, syndrome in my hands because I was on the computer so much typing and because I started doing transcription. So I want you to be aware of that and take care of yourself while you're managing your time. One tip, if you're immediate environment is set in a particular way, stick to services that are adaptive to it. Now, let me explain that. If you're living in an environment where there's a bar across from you or there's a lawn somewhere that's, you know, probably every Friday or you don't know when to schedule, there's a party and you can't be on phone calls being professional for your clients, don't do telephone gigs, okay? Because the worst thing you want to do is take on a job, and then you have to explain to a client, I could do calls for you, sir, Monday, Tuesday, but on Wednesday they had a dance next door and my neighbors were too loud. And on Thursday, my kids come, came home early. Don't do that. There are way too many services out there for you to do that's adaptable to your environment. So don't try to force things on you that's going to cause you extra stress. And in that breath, I'm also going to add resources to, to this. Um, I had, I think, I don't remember what I call it, but there's, there's a huge sheet of so many other services that you can adapt in the virtual marketplace. And I'm just gonna add all of them to this group. I have not done that in a while, but it has helped the students from the IIJ training that we did. So I'm gonna just throw them out there. So during the course of the week, you'll see new material coming in, new resources. Don't just leave them in the group. I'm putting them in there because proof of concept we use them we're successful with them and i want you to have them to use for yourself so as well okay um let me see if there are any questions from here okay how do i market myself <laughs> i think i kind of explained that but in simple terms start with research you want to find the who The where, the now, who are your consumers? Who are your clients? Where do you find them, and how do you approach them? That's how you market yourself. Because at the end of the day, if your clients are not savvy to Facebook, and all you're doing is sending your ads and you know your content constantly in Facebook, what's the point? The people who are going to buy aren't there. Or if your clients are, let's say For children, you want to find yourself into groups where they're mothers and where they're educators and people who are, you know, connected with children, people who are going to buy for their children. And if you're in the business for real estate, you need to be real estate developers, real estate groups, um, you know, um, asset management groups, anything that has a link or connection to your niche market. So you have to do your research first. Yeah. Find out where they are. Some of these things are probably more savvy to Instagram. Some of them are probably more savvy to TikTok if you're doing social media. If you're doing in a physical space, it's the same concept. It's the same approach. And then you decide what you want to do. Now it's COVID time. I've done this a lot for myself. They they have a lot of expositions. I don't know they should have them in Jamaica too. But if they don't have like expositions in Jamaica, you can go to and network with all these professionals so you can you can offer yourself to them, give them your business card so they can see what you do. Well, if you go to a church or go to your mall, go go to a plaza and set out a table or just be there. Prepare yourself with flyers and give them out. Because chances are One out of 10 persons who pass really doesn't need your services. So that's how you market yourself. And uh, as I said before, look within your community. Look what is missing. Look within your town. See what they could do to better market themselves. See what the supermarket could do to help themselves better. If they're losing customers, don't be afraid to ask questions. I remember I said this when the the pandemic just started, and I remember a friend of mine messaged me and said, girl, you got it. Because I was not thinking for my supermarket to open a PayPal account and a Zelle account for people overseas to pay for groceries for their families here in Jamaica. I just said that on a live. I wasn't even thinking about it, but I was looking at this thing and I thought to myself, why isn't most people doing this? The pandemic is here. The people aren't coming out, but people are overseas who would really would pay for groceries. And then what you add as the sauce on top of that, free delivery, free delivery within a certain mile radius. And this guy messaged me and said, girl, I'm killing it. And that's what you do. You revolutionize whatever business approach you have That's marketing 101, okay? So whatever it is that you're doing, whatever it is you decide to do, it doesn't mean that it won't work. What it means is that you need to apply some time to do some research. I love to say this. Don't take it bad. If you want to be a millionaire, think about a problem that you can solve for lazy people. (laughs) Seriously. And when I say that, I don't mean in a bad way, but listen to me. Amazon is one of these companies that everybody is on, including myself. So I am one of those lazy individuals. And when I say lazy, I don't mean in a bad way, but I really prefer probably 60% of the stuff that I buy. I prefer to really be on my laptop and go through these stuff and buy them from there. He created a solution for a problem that so many millions of people had. And he's a mega millionaire right now. So, without using a play on words and without being disrespectful to anyone, if you want to be a millionaire, sit down, do some research, think about a simple problem that people have, create the solution for it, come up with a product or a service that's going to solve this problem. That's why the careers, you know, careers, people who drive around or ride around to do deliveries and stuff, that's why that ended up in such a big market because people really couldn't be bothered to go out to line up to buy these things for themselves. And that's how things revolutionize. That's how you become adaptive to the business market, whether it's virtual or physical. So that's what I want you to think about, okay? And with that said, I think I answered all the questions for today, our chat for today. Let me see if there's anything else because this message coming in here. Okay. Uh, All right. Well, this one we'll probably have to do next week because it's not having anything to do with freelancing. Now, our Sunday chat has to do with business, but not just business. It has to do with health. It has to do with social commentary. It has to do whatever it is you want to talk about. Um, From week to week, we will have guests, we will have people here from our network to talk to you about their journeys, what they're doing. (laughs) I have people who want to come with testimonies. It's going to be exciting. But for right now, we want to talk about this today because there were so many questions coming in uh, about your journey as a freelancer. I want you to keep pushing forward. I don't want you to think single-mindedly and have the mindset that you believe that you're going to be stuck in one place. Freelancing gives you the freedom to grow, it gives you the freedom to adapt skills for yourself to better your family, but you just have to follow a certain mantra. You just need to follow suit to know that what you're doing is comfortable for you. And then you can build on the skill that you're learning and just spread your wings as wide as you want to spread it. Think about always upselling. If you're offering telephone services and you delivered this to a client a month ago, you did not hear anything about them. As a matter of fact, everybody who's had a client uh, and you haven't heard back from them, this is, this is something that works. Send them a message. Send a message to all the clients that you've had. It was a pleasure servicing such and such to whatever it is that you did. I hope your business has been successful. These are the other services that I offer. And if you're on Fiverr, send them your Fiverr link. That's your complete profile link. That's going to show them all the services you have. I guarantee these people will get back in touch with you just because you work with somebody a month ago, two months ago, six months ago. They're so busy. They can't even think or remember. This person that I hired I hired them for telephone calls, but now I I just need somebody to do web research. They don't know that you can do this. So I want you to reach out to every client that you've had so far and just send them a nice note, wish them the best for their business, and end it by saying, these are the services that I offer. That's that tip I'm leaving with you today for you to reach out to them. If you have not yet joined groups on Facebook, Instagram, all these all these platforms. Start joining groups now. That is um, relevant to the service that you're offering. If you're just posting what you're doing on Facebook or on one platform, it doesn't mean that it's getting to your target audience. You have to remember. You need to know who you're selling to, where to find them, and how to approach them. Okay. So for that, I want to to always remember to protect. Your dreams. Protect these dreams that you have because they're so important. Let me explain to you why. Let's say I have a house and I'm thinking about protecting it. Most of us put a dog in our yard or we will, you know, put up a security system. Like I just got a security system for my house in Jamaica, a new upgraded one. And somebody said to me, Why do you need that anyway? You know, you were living XYZ, but I said to them because it's of value to me, it's important to me. But then Turn it around a little bit. So is your mindset. So are these dreams that you have. So now I want you to think about guarding these dreams, these plans, the purpose that you want to serve. I want you to guard becoming you process this journey that you're going on. In order to guard it, it means that people who are on your left and on your right, the naysayers, the people who are saying you can't do it. You're in a job right now and you're thinking, I am so... Tired of this job every morning. I wake up, I don't want to get out to it. God help me keep praying, but don't just pray, actively work on ways to get out of it. Now, you need to think about what you want to do. You need probably to find a new skill, you need to upskill, maybe you need to apply for a promotion in the same company. But whatever it is, actively pray and think about it, and it will change eventually but don't sit there and not protect these dreams that you have, this purpose for you to become. Okay. I want you to promise yourself that. The first, the first question I asked the person said, I know I've got it. Yes, you do. And the fact that you said it means that you spoke into the universe, this positivity that's going to radiate back to you. If you work on it, if you decide not to give up. So for everyone who is ever going to see this live, who's ever going to read or listen to this, understand, just as you will protect your car or your house or anything that is of value to you, your mindset, your purpose, your dreams are just the same that needs to be guarded. So nothing negative is supposed to come past here. Nothing is supposed to stop you from going for what you want and no one either. Now, if you have to leave from a certain situation. If you have to move away from the chatter and the noise that's keeping you back, you're just going to have to do it. It doesn't mean that you're not going to come back to help them. It just means that you're going to have to move away for you to succeed. And when you do that, find yourself with like-minded individuals who are thinking like you. Either they're thinking like you, they're on the same journey as you're going, or they've gotten there. But if you want to be a plumber, there's no point being around dressmakers because all they can do is teach you how to sew. Do you understand what I mean? And not disrespecting anybody, but that's the truth. So I want you to align yourself with the right people around the right network, even if it's virtually. Not everybody has support at home. But even if every day you wake up, you hear in your ears that you're going to be nothing, it doesn't pass here because you believe in yourself, and you have a security system around yourself that's so powerful, that's so first world, that it's never going to let you think that you can't, okay? That's what I want to leave you with on our Sunday chat. Please comment in the group or on the page on what you want to discuss next week. We'll do it just the same, and also, if you were afraid to come live, because I can send you all the links, so you can come in and talk about your stories, whatever it is you want to discuss, a problem in a relationship, I'm not an expert, but we're just chatting, okay? Whatever it is, okay? I just want to say, have yourself a blessed Sunday, believe in yourself, and y'all, go be great, okay? Bye, y'all.